0: Welcome back to another episode of SBT Podcast. How are you doing, guys? How's Sam What's and up? how's Vince doing? I'm alright, man. Uh yeah. Just recover.
1: Still kind of recovering from uh, quite a baseball game we all attended on Tuesday. Recovering from yeah. Father's Day, man. I was gonna
0: tell you, how was how was your guys' father's day? How was <laughs> it? Was anything great. anything I, eventful? I, I went to five guys, man. Got a burger and
1: fries, man. Just putting it. Phrasing. In work,
0: phrasing. You know? So um What about you, Sam? Any any big deal? Do you do anything? I took my pop out to go golfing, which is cool, because he's got one good working eye, and he wanted to see if he can hit a golf ball. And he can hit it, he just doesn't know where it's going. And I didn't have the heart (laughs) to tell him that it wasn't going straight either. But, you
2: know. (laughs) My my dad's a very religious man, and uh, he wanted to spend his Father's Day at church. So I accompanied my father to church, so
0: nice nice. yeah it was nice
2: it was nice uh good 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 boy (laughs) good boy give yourself a pat on the head
0: good boy it was was good
1: rub your tum tum your scratchies
0: (laughs) so today's episode uh we're jumping into everything all mlb bay area uh we like vince said went to the reverse boycott so reactions coming soon um we're also gonna be jumping into the nba the draft is this thursday so um, any thoughts and any uh, any uh, you know suggestions of who you think the Warriors take um, over uh, Mike Dunleavy's uh, master expertise as a GM, please let us know in the chat. And uh, final, uh, the uh, NHL happened. We have a winner. Uh, we have some news going into it as well. And last but not least, we also have another winner in the U.S. men's national team, and we cover some bases with our local soccer club here. So... Uh, Without further ado, Vince, hit me with the scores of this past week.
1: All right, so the A's ended up having a seven-game win streak, uh, a six-game win streak going into the reverse boycott on Tuesday. They win to make it seven, and then they proceed to lose every game the rest of the week. So they go (laughs) two wins, two losses against Tampa, and then to go zero and three against Philly. All of those games were at home. This coming week, they got three at Cleveland, and they have three at Toronto. The current record is 19 wins versus 55 losses, which is bad enough for dead last in the AL West and the AL in general. So, uh, so that's fun.
0: I mean, we got to enjoy arguably one of the best games that I've been to. Um, I think this is the first game that all three of us have attended together. Correct. Um, That'd correct.
1: I mean, we've been at, we've been at games together before.
2: Um. Have we been to uh, ace like games year? together yeah. all three yeah. of us i think so sam um i ha- i think i have memories of that <laughs>
1: <laughs> i think it's happened
0: uh, but no, this is true that's true we have definitely
2: sat be not, lower, not lower this
1: year but sat. like prior like that's last true. year yeah
0: that's true when when sam said i i think i have memories of that that, that clicked right then and there yeah we have definitely attended a, the games together um right. this is the first time we have attended the game as the podcast so yeah, I, that's will, I will say that i will say okay. that um before i get into it and before sam gets really into it you know what do you think vince what how was the night in your experience
1: so um i got there pretty early and i was there with with my wife and my dad and my brother and his wife and his daughter joined us um uh we also i was getting to that um i said i would bring him like that cardboard cutout of grandpa i brought that and uh uh people like you know people in our group we we all kind of took pictures with with grandpa one last time at the ball game and uh um we actually did go to our seats that we've had for you know 10 years before the pandemic we did take like one last photo with dad in his seat we put the cardboard cut out of grandpa in his seat and then me and my brother like all four of us next to each other so uh that was all pre-game stuff we got that handled and then um we you know, got to the business of watching a baseball game and we even had an empty seat. So we put grandpa in that one right next to me. So that was, that was fun. And that was nice. And, um, you know, we just had every now and then we made sure to raise Grandpa's sign up. So, we, you know, he could see the game, you know what I mean? Uh, it was nice. Uh, and then they got the win. So that yeah. was, you know, we got to grandpa got one last win on his, uh, last ever phase game. Cause I'm not going to bring the cardboard cutout. And I'm not going to another A's game as far as I know anymore. Well, I
2: think
0: I'm we, done. We might, we might, just might go to the last game, home game of the year. I'm still mulling it over. You know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But Sam, what do you what are your reactions to the thoughts of the night? Uh,
2: reverse boycott was great. Um, I think it was mission accomplished in the sense of uh, changing the narrative. Um, but what I could definitely see happening as a downside is – Whatever energy that was built up to that moment is gonna go away. And for me, um, i I just feel like there is a the the chance that the a stay in Oakland seems pretty slim, right? Slim to none. it It feels like it's it's final. Um, but my energy now is in make this thing as difficult as possible. Um, for the A's ownership, but also, um, you know, hopefully the the Money Ball Bill, um, the Money Ball Act uh, that uh, Barbara Lee introduced. I want to keep that energy going. Uh, a lot of A's fans, I feel like, have that same thinking of there has to be something next, and we need we need to have another reverse boycott of some kind. There was thirty thousand or close to it on Father's Day. Um, so people with all the bad news, people still have an interest in being at the ballpark. And I think they have a interest in changing the narrative in the sense that, you know, there are fans here and there are fans that wanted to support that want to support baseball. And the reason why this is such a dog shit team, unfortunately is because of ownership players are now coming out and talking about this. Um, you know, Josh Donaldson had a a comment earlier today, or maybe it was yesterday. Um, So the fans have the power to change the narrative. And I will definitely be going to more games this year because every time I go to a game, I'm going to be voicing my displeasure of what's going on. And I'm going to get tickets as close to uh, the radio booth and television booth. So I know I'm being heard. Um, Like that's my strategy. Um, I feel like my dream scenario now is I would love to have a reverse boycott back-to-back nights against A's and Giants at the Collie and set an attendance record and set a volume record of the loudest fan base to ever chant John Fisher sucks. Like, set the all-time volume level at a stadium, Oakland, California, to the ditty of john fisher sucks like that to me maybe you took my team but we will live on in the record books that the loudest (laughs) fucking fan base was when you we chanted that you fucking suck john fisher maybe we can
1: uh get like the john cena music uh to play and we can say john fisher sucks john fisher sucks you know i don't mind
0: that or or grant balfour's walk-up music chanting to that with the, with the drum beat into it, like uh, something electric, something really, right. uh, really. So that, into that's
2: something. kind of what I'm where I would like to go is like, let's get another one in because I don't want to lose energy.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I, I think that's a great idea. Actually sitting next to the, to the radio booth. I think is a great idea too. So it's not like, uh, you can definitely hear a lot of things, especially when the radio's going on, you could hear people yeah. yelling, you know, sell the team and things of that nature. So I think that's a great idea. Um, my recommendation of the night, it was a party from the get-go um i didn't get you know drunk or anything of that nature but even killed mellow night and it was it was you know again vince thanks for getting the tickets um those seats were great i mean it ended up some friends that i knew were sitting really close to us um same with I me and a,
1: sam actually too yeah
2: yeah,
0: yeah. i I'll had a right friend that <laughs> was like a i had a friend that was like a giants fan and he texted me out of the blue and i was like yes i'm at the game before you can even ask if i was here i was like yes i'm at the game he came up and met with us and it was, my story about it is funny. So clearly he doesn't know any of the people all around us. He just found our seats and found us. And uh, by us, I mean me and, and my fiance and uh, I'm holding food because me and my fiance had just went to go get some for the concession stands. And as he's talking to us, one of my other buddy comes up and just like bites into my pretzel and like yells, sell the team. Right. <laughs> and my buddy, was a Giants fan, has no idea what's going on. He was like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, is this what's going on? I was like, yeah, man, this is it. This is the party over here, buddy. <laughs> and then That's my buddy texted me. He was like, I didn't know that was your fiance's pretzel. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, it was great, man. I think we i mean, collectively, I think there was like 40, 50 people in that area that we all kind of generally knew for the most part. So yeah. Um
2: it was a fun party. It was a great atmosphere. It was a great, it was great. I mean, I had a blast, man. The energy yeah. I heard great. no fights broke out too, which is also yeah. another plus. I, I I I gotta say this though. I gotta say this though. I did not like the bottles, the trash being thrown. Mm-hmm. I was not a fan of I would that. agree with that. Yeah, I didn't participate in that. No, that I was didn't like get, I didn't get on anybody for doing it because I get it. I yes. get why you did it. I don't support it. I don't recommend it. And I think uh, if we're if we're able to get another boy reverse boycott or something of that nature, is that we refrain from doing that because that's just taking the punishment out on the people who take care of the field and you know the workers there and that that to me wasn't that cool. I, um, I agree with that. We, I was people there was a it. picture See, this of is it. why they're leaving. You know, yeah, there was Thank a picture you. of it on Reddit, and I and I
0: said I commented and I said, Hey, look, last night was a great night. That was a low point of the whole night. But to be fair, and I said it took a shit ownership and a reverse boycott. And I've been going to a lot of games, and I have never seen that in 25 plus years. So um to your point, Sam, I get why yeah. they did it, but let's 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 be the better person here if we can.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: For, for any future uh, endeavors that we may do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Just on this point, like Rob Manfred, he, he did have a couple of comments, and uh, they were not, you know, meant to be taken positively if you're an Oakland A's fan. So the first one I wanted to uh, call attention to, he said uh, on the reverse boycott, it was great. It was great to see what is this year almost an average major league baseball crowd in the facility for one night. That's a great thing. And you could, you could read the sarcasm in the quote. You could hear the sarcasm when he said it at the podium. And um, it, it pissed me off so much that your boy did the math. Okay. So, uh, so st- stand by for one second. Let me pull up. Uh, uh, while you're doing this, by the
0: way, while you're pulling this information up, Yeah, the Ray's average attendance, is seventeen thousand, all right, and that's the best team in all of baseball, and they can only pull seventeen thousand.
1: Yeah, seventeen one eighty six is their average. So I I have statistics for the for every game through Saturday night, and then I also have Tuesday only information because that's some of the information that you know isn't really brought up in in all of this. So I pulled this Tuesday only information. The average attendance on a Tuesday game is 24,086. The A's announced the, an attendance on the reverse boycott of 27,759, which, of course, is almost 3,700 more. Um, it sounds like more to me, but if you want to like compare it to every single game that happened the entire time, that number is 27,479, which is about 300 fewer attendees then we're at the A's game one other point i want to make on this the a's announced that attendance in the fourth inning they basically as soon as the second inning st- started they like they like stopped counting i guess because there was they they announced 27 and they announced it quick but there was 30,000 there at least for sure there were people still trying to get in in the seventh inning there was a concert next door a um was it twice i think was playing yeah. So, um, yeah, so that there was a lot of trouble getting into the parking lot, uh, was miserable. If you are coming on BART, uh, you know, like that was a little bit better. That's how I came was through BART, but also people were, they, they just didn't have enough staff at the gates to take tickets. They didn't have enough people in like, like, like in, in the food concession stands selling, you know, like, like not, not enough staff i don't know if enough staff exists to be honest uh, to be and to be you know, fair at this so point,
0: i was noticing that there was nobody checking tickets and i heard that that people were going down to the lower bowl and nobody was checking tickets because there was nobody there we yeah. could all walk down there if we wanted to
2: we could they didn't give
0: a crap mm-hmm.
2: yeah so I yeah mean, there's yeah they were definitely short And you, but the thing that pisses me off about that is you the a's knew the ticket sales you know and mm-hmm. they knew what the walk-up crowd was going to add something, and they purposely did that. They purposely didn't bring in more more concession stand and ticket workers. They purposely, you know, they they tried to offer the sh- they tried to host the shittiest night, and it was all fan. It was all fan funded. You know, there's food out in the parking lot. There's beers out in the parking lot. Free T-shirts in the parking lot. Food media trucks. In the parking lot. Yeah, they had yeah. a food truck passing out food. Um. I got to meet other 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 podcasters who are slightly bigger than our channel, slightly. <laughs> um, a little bit, it was, yeah. <laughs> it was a great time. It was an absolute great time. And instead of, like, embrace... Then they donate the money, where they try to spin it, where they try to make it seem like they're going to donate the money and they're going to hijack the reverse boycott and try to say that they donated, you know, $800,000 you know, in donation to the Oakland food bank and this and that, and no fans donated that money. We showed up, our money went there. And just the, the symbol, the John Fisher's done nothing but complain that fans don't show up. And the one night they do show up, it's like your money's not good enough. You know what I mean? So it's just, the whole situation of how the A's and the front, the, the 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 leadership of the team is just so mismanaged, and now you see how mismanaged baseball is with these dumbass comments from Rob Manfred, um, who's just completely out he of touch. Hunk of metal, fame, right? Just hunk of metal. He doesn't like the sport, and for the for the the comments of well, he works for the owners. Yes, he he's supposed to work for the owners because they own the team, okay? But he should still be an ambassador of the game and protect the game. That's what his role is supposed to do, is to protect the field he will, of play. He'll never and do that. Protect what's going on. Mm-hmm. And since Bud Selig will never get a commissioner that puts baseball ahead of everything. Yeah. And that's what's wrong with the sport.
0: He He will never do that because, yes, he may work for the owners, but let's be honest.
2: The owners own him. Well, the owners, this is what they want. They want to get free. They want handouts from Las Vegas. They want handouts from Arizona now. They want a handout from Milwaukee. They want a handout from Florida, you know, for Tampa Bay. This is what MLB, what San Francisco did, the Giants, that's that's the outlier. The the Giants took care of all of that on their own dime. You put the okay. And if you look at all the the data that shows when cities contribute money to a baseball team and blah, 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 they they don't they don't include the Giants, the the, their slideshow cutoffs at the Giants because Mm -hmm. they don't they don't want you to know they don't want people to know that you can finance a ballpark on your own. The Golden Knights did it. The Golden Knights financed their own stadium. Uh, Other teams across the league are financing uh, uh, other other leagues are doing it. Um, You know, so it's just this is what baseball wants is free money. You know, be the fan, support the team, buy the jerseys thick and thin, support the team no matter what, because the moment we don't make money, we may leave. That's the message. That's the message. These people that say, well, Oakland fans never showed up. Well, you're gonna you're, telling, you're gonna tell me you show up when a team sucks and trades every single player, any player of meaning, gone. The richest contract in A's history is still Eric Chavez. That was in what? O three O four. It was t- signed in two thousand four. So, it was six I, years, sixty six mil. Fisher didn't yeah. own the team until the next year. So, so I, I I do want to ask you a question. That. that
0: contract out. I want to ask you a question on that. Since John Fisher's been the owner, what's the biggest contract he's got? I know the answer to this. Chris Davis. Yeah, it's Chris Davis. No, no, no. I wasn't done with my question. Yeah, hold on. What's the biggest contract he gave out to a free agent signee? Oh, it's the. the, Oh, that's Billy
1: Butler, I think.
0: It's Billy Butler. Three 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 years, 30. 30 million.
1: Three and 30, yeah.
0: That's the biggest contract he has given out to a free agent
2: signing. For this team. What Three was, years. Uh, what was million. Rosenthal for the one year though? Didn't they give him like 15 million for the one yeah, year? Yeah,
1: yeah. But but I mean, we're talking just whole dollar amount. Yeah. 30 million versus 15. Like, like there have been players that have made more per year. Um, Chris Davis, his contract was like 16 and change a year, like yeah, you know, something like that. But but still, like in terms of just whole dollar amount, he he never broke 50 million on right. a contract, on any contract yeah that's yeah, true and and the reason why the team has like has been moderately successful making the playoffs half the times in the last 20 years is because billy bean doesn't suck at his job david force doesn't suck at the job i know we give them shit but um i mean like like they, they definitely have been hamstrung to, uh, to like needlessly at this point and and I, I know we come for them a lot, but I will just give them some credit. They are smart guys and they do get more wins than you would expect anybody else in our situation with the uh, constraints that we are given.
2: He, they, they do. What's what better is than so, average what than, is than so even. frustrating about all of this is you, you, you know, it's the shoulda, coulda, woulda game. And I, you know, I don't want to play that game all the time, but. You you know, if you look at the timeline, Billy Bean and Moneyball, you know, this Moneyball era starts to happen and it was changing the league and you see the Red Sox, they hire Theo Epstein and they were kind of like the team that took the concepts of Moneyball as far as like data and analytics and they really adapted it and they, you know, they, they got David Ortiz and free agency for next to nothing when, when he was uh, leaving Minnesota. Um... They, you know, they find all these players that were pretty good, but they put them in the positions to really succeed. They use that data, and they go on and win some World Series. And then Theo Epstein heads over to the Cubs and breaks that curse with the same principles of of Moneyball. And then you see what what's happening with the Dodgers again. Another another situation of of Moneyball thinking with with the analytics, and then now what. Tampa Bay is doing um finding other analytics, right? Like Tampa Bay is kind of pioneering a bunch of this analytics stuff. Um I feel like with just a little bit of extra money, Billy Bean, it's just hard for me to believe that they the A's when it's all said and done, the A's did he even get to one with Billy Bean? And I think that's that's what's so frustrating is they never even got to one and you just look at the amount of talent they had with Billy Bean at the helm and he didn't even get the chance to see one of his teams get get to the World Series and I think that's what's so frustrating is you saw everybody else develop what you were doing and do better you know like you know that,
0: and that's probably why he's he's um Silence? Yeah, and probably why he's wanting to, to <sighs> venture out and do different. He's very burnt out, man. I mean, he's collecting the paycheck. I mean, let's, let's in that perspective that you just gave, Sam. I know we, we bash Billy Bean for other things, but, but in reality, you didn't get to see one of your teams hit the promised land. You invested all this time, you know, sweat and tears into this team, and you never got to see one get there. I mean, collecting a paycheck and wanting to move on, that doesn't really sound like something that none of us would not you know, yeah. listen to.
2: Yeah. He, I don't, he pioneered. I don't hate oh. Billy bean. I just think it's, I didn't say, Hey, I just say we have our own like, reserve thoughts. about. It's like frustrating. It's like very frustrating that, you know, he, he traded away so many players and sometimes, you know, Barry Zita was a free agent, but you didn't really have to trade Hudson. You didn't have to trade Mulder. You know, you didn't have to make certain trades, you know, you kind of, they weren't free agents you know you had another year or two years you could have kept that team together for another year or two um it just seems like even when billy bean had time on his hands he would trade players 2 3 years early uh to get you know more talent you know to get younger guys back but you never you never had a team ever sustained for an extended period of time never and that's the most yeah. important thing to have is when you're, how, what's the most influence, you know, what age are you where, where like baseball is like peak, you know, 10, 11, 12, you know, like those adolescent years. So if you're 10, 11, 12, and you're a, a Chavez fan, a Tejada fan, a Chapman Olson, and then they're gone when you're 13, 14, you know, but they're there when you're 14 they're, you're, they're there when you're 18 we don't even have we don't have one guy we don't really yeah. have one guy in the Billy Bean era to, to hang your hat on and say like man that was a those were some rough years but we got to see Miguel Tejada for 17 we got yep. to see, you know whoever
1: Xavi was the only one they signed and he was injured for the last three four of those years so it's Right. It was, I don't rough. Know. We, didn't, we didn't get to I, see him as an adult, you know. I don't know he- why
0: you guys disrespect Derek Barton like that. We had him for like six, seven years.
2: Eat, shit.
0: <laughs> I think he was Derek at the Barton. game on
2: Friday. He, he, I think he was an invited guest at the game on Friday. Oh, god. Uh, who invited him? Yeah. Sure, wasn't John me. Fisher, <laughs> yeah, of course. It was uh, Billy before, Bean. Billy Bean before-
1: loved fell in love, man
0: obviously we we can go down this rabbit hole forever but but uh, let's let's cover the other side of the bay the, the, here. The,
1: well, hold on, no. I, I I just want to read the the, the other Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, go ahead. I saw that. So, um in in terms of um uh he he later blamed the city of Oakland for this whole situation and he said, quote, "I think that the real question is what is it that Oakland was prepared to do? There is no Oakland offer, okay? They never got to a point where they had a plan." to build a stadium at any site the city of oakland has a whole ass website showing what they were going to do at howard terminal he's a fucking liar i'm fucking oh i'm so mad I, god uh he's gonna catch my fist and then he's gonna he's gonna walk away with a black eye i'm gonna walk away with handcuffs it's fine i've come to accept that but i'm over it god i hate manfred so much no, I, I hope somebody takes a shit on his steak, man.
2: That's real. That's real anger, guys. That, that is fucking not fuming. That's not radio, mad. I feel
1: no, no. Like, no. like, like I, I'm fucking shaking. I'm, yeah. well, I'm let's, shaking. Let's let's get you more. Mad. The Arthur you,
0: meme. Read the last part. The, 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 uh, uh, the Vegas legislative.
1: Well, I mean the, 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 the Nevada legislature, they did end up passing that bill. Governor Lombardo signed it. Uh, it was his pet project there was no fucking way he wasn't going to sign it um the, the rob manfred stuff pisses me off more than the governor lombardo thing i mean like at, at least he's honest about this like he 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 wants this to happen he called the special session um i hate him but i respect it a little bit you know cuz he's not lying to us about it he wants he wants this to happen he wants baseball. No he only
2: vetoed you know the school district from exactly he
1: he sacrificed um he sacrificed a lot of other more pressing needs in Nevada to get to make this happen so um so I get like I'm not surprised by his by his villainy it's not treachery he was never on our side it's just pure villainy so I get it I get that Manfred is supposed to be the caretaker as you've said Sam of baseball and basically he's just jizzing in all of our faces like a fucking madman
2: yeah, like a serial I mean, jizz. It's gonna huh? again, like reincorporating, like keeping the energy up as the season, you know, continues. Is I think we're just at a point as sports fans, whether it's MLB, NFL, or any other leagues, is you know you can't hold. There are more pressing needs. You cannot hold cities and states hostage over a stadium. You know, these baseballs not losing money. They don't even. The money that is made at, a, at attendance is minuscule. You know, it's they make all their money from streaming. They make all their money from television deals. They make all their money from the endless merch. Um, baseball is more of a data company now than a league. Like the shit that they developed, they sold, uh, I think it's like Boom Analytics. They sold that to like Disney uh, so they develop technology and they sell it to other big, other big companies. So the, your box office ticket, it doesn't matter to them. They just want the real estate. All of these owners are getting involved in real estate and free stadium builds. And I think as fans, we're starting to get to the point where we're like, nah, fuck that. We're, we're past this. We're done with it. We're not giving you any money. You're all billionaires. Yeah. Use your own money.
1: Yeah. Yeah, sh- uh, shout out to mike in the chat bring it wrestling match maybe yeah. or just a dark alley you know i I, I wanted a sanctioned yeah. event that way it's less likely i walk away with handcuffs um, <laughs> alexander so- uh, yeah go alexander
2: on. says someone pour vince a drink so vince get your water but take a sip
1: you're hydrated it's a hydration I, still, I still haven't sensation. gotten rid of these ace cups yet like these these beer cups from 2011 I still haven't gotten rid of them yet. Uh, Would you like I, some
0: more? We have like 12 of them for no, some I've, reason. I've from got Thursday, 18 of
1: these bad boys in my Tuesday. cabinet. I've got another 20 lying around somewhere else. Like I'm uh I'm I'm all set. I'm going to be getting rid of these. They're going into the box with all the hats and the jerseys and everything else. I think um, every yeah.
2: A's fan has the box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's
1: got the box. Uh most of that shit's going in there. The only thing I not planning on boxing up i'm actually looking up at it right now is the ricky bobblehead and one of my friends made like a nice woodburned um elephant logo and i can't bring myself to put that present away and i can't bring myself to get um you know to to put ricky away because ricky was my all-time favorite player i can't i'm not emotionally there yet um but everything else um i legit pulled down like the 2020 season when as access was still going to be a thing like i had my a's box access. for that so i i i grabbed the i grabbed that i opened it up i threw away some of the inner inside pieces um mm-hmm. the tickets that are no good you know i chucked those because those games never even happened um and then uh I, I just had a bunch of pins in that box too so those are just yeah in a bag. well one,
0: one thing to note too the uh the cell shirts that were that were being given away on Tuesday. Um, you can currently buy them on Oaklandish. They're $15 for the shirt. Um, do proceeds go to anything? Probably not. I'm pretty sure Oaklandish ran in the red to make these shirts for us fans. So um, if you didn't happen to get one on Tuesday and you still want one, uh, you can buy one on Oaklandish. No, they're well, not I'm, a sponsor. I'm sure they'll they have would a... love to sponsor us, we would be happy to have them.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they they'll probably have more sizes too. Yes, um,
0: they do. They have multiple sizes. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: So I mean, they were they only had uh, one X's when I got there. Uh, So if that's not your size, then um, you know it's fifteen bucks. You have spent more on t-shirts. I mean, uh, if you're going to any concert, you're spending thirty bucks on t-shirts. You know, Uh, yeah. So or more. So you know,
2: it's a good cause. Support support. And you can wear it to your future A's games because we're gonna go to more games. fair we, we got games. more to do we got more work to do you know it's I, not it's not I'm still to be about...
1: determined on that i yeah, i don't got... know if i can do it that's okay but...
0: well you we'll you see. might go to the last game the last home game of the we'll year we'll see you might i'm you I'm might. not
1: gonna make a decision on that maybe as of yet.
0: maybe it's it's a hard maybe <laughs> <laughs> vince give us the uh the giants rundown oh so uh, yeah let,
1: let, let's crappy yeah. team yeah. yeah so um so the Giants, they went 3-0 at St. Louis, and then they went 3-0 at the Dodgers, So, uh, including a massive 15-0 win. Uh, apparently, this is the most runs they've scored in a three-game series at L.A. Dodgers Like since they've moved to the West Coast. Uh, 29 oh, wow. runs in three games. I mean, they put it to them. They absolutely earned that they've actually jumped in front of them in the standings they're currently 39 and 32 second in the nl west the dodgers are a half a game back of the giants this week they're playing four at home against san diego and they got uh arizona coming uh over the weekend for three
0: so that's gonna be um, a big game the arizona games i mean i think the padres game now that they're getting players back i think the padres they're still a a, a mid as fuck team right now um so pitching has not come around for that team. As far as the bullpen is concerned, um, Arizona, nobody had Arizona being the top dog, which is amazing, but I want yeah. to talk about that. Arizona
1: that... didn't have Arizona as the top dog.
0: Yeah, exactly. That. So we, we glossed over here, that Dodgers game seven, five on Saturday, that had to be the most, most bonkers game I have ever seen. Oh yeah.
1: The ending was super <laughs> fucking that weird. That was so weird. They were no <laughs>
0: hit into the sixth inning with, with the Dodgers rookie and then they pulled him in a no hitter and then in the 11th inning they had a pop up and then the giants pitcher yep. air mailed over first base but then the dodgers didn't try to score home and then got into a, a pickle and got tagged out and then the giants ended up winning the game in the in the next inning like, what yeah.
2: <laughs> that thing was a mess
1: that was pure chaos <laughs> uh, pure unadulterated chaos and um uh, that that's definitely some like you know it's it shades of 2010. The SF yeah. Giants torture, um, you know, uh, may- maybe this is torture 2.0. You know, torture two electric boogaloo. I mean, you know, who knows?
0: Yeah, what an absolute bonkers of a game. Um, the St. Louis series, me and Sam cannot pick a wedding scene. We were talking about this pre-show. <laughs> um, the, the Padres stink. The St. Louis stinks. This is probably I, I you know someone can fact check on this. But in the years of us, you know, watching baseball, this is probably one of the worst St. Louis teams I think we've ever seen.
1: Oh, easily. Oh, hey, uh, podcast dog. That's Doolittle right there.
0: Hey, bud. <laughs> Do little.
1: Hey, Doolittle. Hey, Dewey. Hey, buddy.
0: Yeah, I definitely think this is the worst St. Louis team I think we've ever seen, which is weird oh. because they have the talent. Oh, there's yeah. a Stuart.
1: <laughs> yep. Got to pay the tax, man. <laughs>
2: Yeah, the Cardinals stink, dude. I mean, like, who saw that? I. It's like they forgot how to hit. Yeah, they <laughs> they forgot how to baseball. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. All I know is the next WBC that rolls around, Arenado is not going to be on the roster. <laughs> he forgot how to hit this season. I don't know what the heck happened to him. Yeah.
2: They man,
1: maybe crazy. they can find it. They've actually won three games in a row at this point, though. They're. You know, uh, they've won their last three. We'll see. uh, They're four and six in their last 10. So maybe they're starting to turn it around a little bit. As terrible as the Cardinals have been, they're still only eight games back. That's crazy. I mean, mean, we're we're not uh, yet to the halfway point of the season, uh, uh, although we are approaching it. So it's no longer a small sample size by any means. But, I mean, there's still time to turn it around for not every team, but for a lot of teams, there's still some time to turn it around um it's uh, another thing that i just kind of noticed uh in baseball at large the al east every single team is still above 500 the red yep. Sox are the ba- are the uh basement dwellers at 37 wins 35 losses so they're two games above 500 but then you look at the al central the twins are at 36 and 36 leading the way so the worst team in the al east is still t- is still a game better than the uh the best team in the al central um sucks to be them uh, you know, it sucks to be the Blue Jays and the Red Sox, man. You just can't catch a break because the Rays are absolutely killing it.
0: Yeah, we'll have to put a pin in that for, for, for my question for next week. But, um, yeah. I wonder though if salary caps were introduced, would we have a more balanced baseball across the board as far as talent and records go? Like the, the Yankees wouldn't be the Yankees, right?
1: Uh, salary cap, I mean, they would still spend to the salary cap, I'm sure. And then, uh, and I mean, it would have to be it, a harsh but,
0: luxury tax. Yeah. Like well, a harsh
1: no no you you put uh, if you put just a straight up hard cap in, they can't go above it, you know. So that's the it's the end of that. But also if there's not a salary floor, then there's no fucking point, you know. Yeah. Um you if, if I, you're not making the A's uh and the pirates and anybody else actually spend, there's no fucking point.
2: Yeah, I think you got to have a salary basement and then the salary cap, I think, would probably more in line with what the NBA is doing with like luxury taxes and things like that, where it discourage we're discouraging you from going past this number. But if you do, you're going to pay all this tax. Um, I I could not see a like a hard cap like NFL. Yeah. Um,
1: Breaking news, breaking news. Uh, Bob Melvin just commented on the A's move. I just got this alert. He says, "You never know until the last minute." So, um, hey, it sounds like he's still kind of holding out hope a little bit that um, they might get a deal done in the waning moments.
2: That's why we um, love Bo Mel. Yeah, <laughs> Bo, Bo Mel's a
1: real one. I, I, one of the pins I ran into was his three-time manager of the year pin. So, um,
0: yeah, that was nice. just, Bo Mel. He's he's oh, the Bo main Bo uh, reason why I jumped to the Padres as my NL team here. So. Mm-hmm much respect
1: heads. hey dave cavill welcome to the con no <laughs> walking talking bobblehead that's that's what that is
0: all right fellas you guys got anything else on baseball for, for no, the night
1: i'm i'm done i'm i'm spent
0: all right well um the nuggets won the NBA Finals in five games. we're jumping into the NBA here by great the way.
2: transition. You're welcome. Dynamite. you're welcome. this is perfect. I know I was reading this and I was like this no, is the no no ten go. out
0: of ten let me let me go the way I wanted to go okay <laughs> hold on you can go your own way from from a way. team that's building from the ashes to a team that's already been built up, but now with a new driver for the keys here, Mike Dunlevy had his press conference today, and I don't know if you guys watched it, but I, I definitely watched it um. I'm excited. I'm excited for Levy's uh, approach, but I'm also very, very, very nervous. Um, he basically said, we're going to do A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and then this team is ready to compete. And my brain went, that's a lot of holes in the boat that you have to plug, sir. And I don't know if you're going to be able to do that right now. Um but it seemed like he's got a sense of a direction of what he wants to approach. It seems like uh, uh, I don't know. I'm John back and the owner right now. He, he basically told Mike Dunleavy, "It's your keys. It's your car. You drive Lake it." I'm, yeah, Lakeup said, "I'm I'm I will advise if I need to, but it's yours. You know, I'm giving you full power, like I did to you know your, your previous GM of Bob Myers there." So. I heard clips um, from it.
2: Yeah, I heard clips from it. I didn't hear the whole thing unedited, but I heard clips. He he was saying, "You're the top basketball decision maker."
0: Yeah, yeah. And he's and Joe Lacob is smart man. He threw shade at first take too because they were throwing shade at Mike Dunleavy being now the GM of the Warriors and the, you know the big shoes he has to fill. So yeah, um, nice to have a cerebral, smart uh, owner as well. Shout uh, out with- Joe
2: Lacob. Gonna buy the A's. him me ugly.
0: Let's go. Let's go. With that being said, now Mike Denley is the GM. I got, and now that Draymond has de- has declined his option, his twenty twenty seven point six million option. I guess my question to you guys: Well, we'll start with Draymond. Does he opt back in?
2: He already opted or... out. Well, he opted out, but like, does he re-sign? Will they will,
0: will they re-sign him at a minimum? It the the before you answer, he's looking for a contract in line with Steph Curry's contract, so he's wanting a three year deal. Money was not discussed, so. Um, if he wants to come back with the Warriors, it's going to be a three-year deal at minimum. So, what I do you guys think?
1: I could do three years. I, I'm fine. I'm comfortable with a three-year deal for Draymond. Um, okay. uh, as far as far as the money goes, that's the other part of it. I don't have a say on the money side. Um, does he think he's going to get more than twenty-seven point six? I I'd have to think no. You know, I think he's looking for the um, the longevity of a of, of a contract instead of. Um, you know, top dollar. Because if it was just for the top dollar, he would have, you know, accepted the the player option and stuck around for one more year. I think he's looking for this. Might be his last chance to get a long term contract. You know, because just how how much wear and tear his body goes through specifically because he's such an um, ag- aggressive defender. You know, so uh, I I figure a three year contract. I don't I, I don't mind giving him three years but obviously you'd probably have to lower that uh, dollar amount per year significantly. Um, if it was, you know, and I think that's probably what's the offer is on the table for Draymond. So we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see if any other team wants to come over the top and give him more money per year for three years. Uh, yeah. Maybe LeBron and the Lakers. I don't know. All
0: right. Well, LeBron's going to opt out too. But he, yeah. he does that every year. So it doesn't yeah. really matter. Uh,
1: yeah. And um, if, if LeBron, LeBron leaves the LA, Warriors,
0: I would never want it. Uh, Although it, we, was, fl- it was flirted. Brody. It was flirted that CP3 was going to go, was uh, the Warriors were making a phone
2: call for CP3. Oh, so. yeah.
1: Kick the tires. Yeah. Yeah, you, pick you know,
2: the, you pick up the phone. Yeah. For sure. Yeah.
1: See so yeah. what would it, it would cost? Absolutely. Yeah. I the mean, thing anybody with yeah.
2: Draymond, yeah. what's interesting yeah. is in and Clay. Right, like, cause we got to get the. Doesn't Clay well, need Clay, to get his... Clay has one more year. No? But they're but
0: they're wanting to do a contract extension before, uh, he can hit his player option. Right. So he technically has one more year left on his deal. So, um, and then he could uh do the player option after that. So are you done with I the market? I don't know. Well, tell me I what you think, like and you then have, I have my thoughts. You
2: have to. I well, I feel like if the if the Warriors are going to compete for another title. Steve Kerr came out and was saying, you know, you're not a, you're not competing for a championship without Draymond Green. Um, I, I, I agree um, with that statement, but to a, to a certain extent, um, I think Draymond has to come back at a greatly reduced contract. So you have like somehow like I don't even know how you're going to be able to bring anybody in. Like you're not going to, I think all you have is a vet minimum right now. Like you can't really just sign anybody. So you're going to have to shed. All. You're going to have to like trade some assets away them. to get assets. So I, I don't really know what you can do. You know, that's not my job, but, you know, I don't really know what you can do. I don't, I don't know what your options are. So maybe you bring back Draymond, hopefully at a reduced cost. And uh, you you make a trade, which you maybe you say goodbye to Jordan Poole you might have to say goodbye to other pieces. I don't know, it's I I'm not as excited. I think I'm more just okay, like go into the wait room. and see. Like I think it, this so, may how it ends. This may I, be how the first big warrior
0: leaves. I don't I don't necessarily want Draymond back. Um yeah, do I think he's a crucial player when it comes to, you know, this dynasty run that we've had? Yeah, absolutely, 100%. But I also think that I don't know. time has run its course, and I think it's time for these young kids to not have to worry about appeasing Draymond, making sure that he's okay with what they're doing on the court. I think it's okay for these kids to make mistakes. They're they're going to have to make mistakes. What I'm concerned about is that I think that Curry is a little bit too friendly in the sense of Draymond's his boy, so he's probably going to want Draymond back, right? Yep but is that a detriment to the team yep. for the future? It could be. I mean, there's no way of knowing. I mean, I still think that uh, if it wasn't Bradley Beal, you know, maybe Kuzma or something along those lines, I think that Poole was in the, in the conversation too. I mean, they need to clear up space and I, yeah, at this but point... if you
2: get rid of Draymond who's your lead decision maker and your best defensive oh, yeah. player. Like, you, you know, the one of the bigger problems for this Warriors team was they were crap on defense, and then you're going to walk away from your best defender. Who, who are you replacing him with? Because now you, you didn't have good defense. Now you got no defense.
0: <laughs> but also, to be fair, though, when you had Draymond's contract and you had Poole's contract and Curry's and Clay's, um, you couldn't sign anybody to help you out anyways. So you never really got to see if there was another person that could help out a veteran or somebody who's been like the defensively, you know, you're, you're, you know, even Brown for for when he won with the, with the nuggets right now, he's a great defensive player coming from the nets. We didn't really get to see if we could have a chance at him. We, we, we lose out because we're so used to what we have. And I think at one point we're going to have to rip that bandaid off and see what it's like without Draymond is it this year it could be but it could also not be we could be stuck with Draymond again and i think i still think pool is a viable option to get traded i think they're trying to move off that contract so they can try and bring in more players but if draymond doesn't sign with the warriors say he goes to i don't know portland to go play with 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 damian lillard for instance um and maybe now you keep pool maybe pool plays more energized maybe pool has more focus because he's not worried about the the drama that's associated with him and draymond anymore i i i guess what i'm getting at is i don't think Poole and draymond can coexist together anymore that ship has sailed so either they're both gone or one of them's gone but something's got to move between the two of them in order for this warriors team to move on and move forward and that's my opinion well you're wrong. <laughs> um
1: Alexander They're all coming says back. uh Alexander said CP three thumbs down. Um, I, I agree with I you. I mostly Alexander. I I do I do mostly agree, but um uh, I, I bet CP3's thought would be uh, oh. Curry can't break your ankles if he's on your team. You know? you know this
0: threw me off so hard, it says Alexander, it's Alex, it's my stepdad. So oh. welcome to the welcome to the party. <laughs> Hi
1: Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Father's uh, Day. You know who he really does not like, by the way? He absolutely hates LeBron James. So having LeBron on the Warriors, he would probably stop watching Warriors games.
1: <laughs> I think a lot of Warriors fans would be kind of pissed off at that for sure, but uh, they're not going to be able to afford him because LeBron's not going to take a vet minimum. So that's not anything that we have to really worry about.
0: Um, He will if Mike Dunleavy drafts his son uh, two years from now. Brownie we'll and blue we'll see. and gold and white. Mm, I don't uh, know How I feel about that?
1: Done. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> well, okay. The, the circus, man. The circus that that would create. Oh dear lord.
0: Well, okay. okay. Look, there's two circuses that I want to talk about. Um, NBA Finals, Denver Nuggets. You put on here. Are they a dynasty? Or are they one and done? Or somewhere in between? I think this is the start of a dynasty. The reason why I say that, they're all young, all of them. And if they were healthy last year, I fully believe they would have beaten the Warriors. Fully believe that. Um... <laughs> oh, thank you, Mike. Mike, Mike. Mike believes with me, too. No, I fully believe they would have beaten the Warriors last year, if healthy. Um, so I think this is the start of a dynasty for, for the Nuggets, honestly. They're going to be the team to beat.
2: Well, well your I opinion mean, yeah, I... does not align with mine, so you're wrong. Oh, sorry.
0: <laughs>
2: to use That's arguing. how it
0: works here. That's how it
1: works here in America. <laughs> um no uh yeah i i kind of it was a question that i thought and i'm still not 100 percent sure if i'm uh, if i know i mean we thought milwaukee a couple years ago had a shot to like maybe start a dynasty but so far that's it just hasn't happened um to this point and and i don't know man like i I well they've also gone through like
0: three head coaches though too yeah
1: yeah that's the other part you never know what's going to happen um you know in the in the next two years Cause I mean, we see championship coaches getting fired left and right in the NBA. So after just a couple of years uh, from the, removed from their title. So I don't know, man, I, could, I, I, could... I, I don't know. Maybe if something goes wrong, if, if Jokic, you know, God forbid has some like injury or something next year and they end up falling down to the five or six seed and they can't get it figured out. Maybe the following year, all of a sudden that seat gets a little hot. You know, I, I don't know. Like,
2: like, it's... well, I mean, the you competition's getting better too. Phoenix added Bradley Beal, mm-hmm. you know, and they're returning with a squad that is still a pretty good team and they're still you know Chris Paul might be back with them. Like it's not it's not over. Um, well, I mean he, they
1: they did send him to the Wizards, but the Wizards could absolutely buy him out.
2: Right, yeah. but he's talking uh, about through the buyout he might re-sign with the uh, with Phoenix again. Uh yeah. I mean who that knows? team that that might be a really good puzzle piece um but i could also see sacramento getting better i you know i could see the competition in the west you know changing where okay denver gets back to the western conference finals and then something crazy happens you know something crazy happens they run into phoenix they run into sacramento and we've seen denver their series fall apart in the past this is the first year that they got through i think they're still in that you know, they got the first one, you know, but what are what are you gonna do next? I are they the favorites going forward? I think like if you're taking those polls today, yeah, Denver would probably be the favorite because they just won. But what are these other teams in the West gonna do? But Boston's still really good. They they underperform. Uh Milwaukee underperformed. What are they gonna do? What are the Warriors gonna do? You know, there's a lot of uh, movement for the other teams um to close that gap so i don't know man I, i'm still what were the options dynasty or dynasty, dynasty, one and and one and done, done, or somewhere in between. between
1: maybe they get another one in a couple of years but that's it it's not really a true dynasty i would
2: put myself somewhere in between yeah uh, yeah, yeah that's I mean... that's
1: kind of where i'm leaning to they might they might get another one maybe it's next year maybe they go back to back
2: let me um, tell you guys, I'm
1: really good at
0: picking teams. Clearly, by my baseball team choices, Denver mm-hmm. is a dynasty. Yeah, and that's my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so a good point. Sacramento is a great team. Um, I also think that uh, their point guard, who I am drawing a blank right now, is the face of the NBA. Who isn't the face of the NBA in- anymore? Is not is not John Morant. Well, you can't be uh, the
2: face of the NBA if you don't know the guy's name. <laughs> well, I'm saying John Morant is no longer the face of the NBA. Well, he's
0: not. He's getting a 25 game suspension. Uh, Vince, would you like to read uh, his statement?
1: Okay, so jaw did release a statement. Here it comes. <clears throat> red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. Don't talk about okay. museums. I've had time to reflect, and I realize how much hurt I've caused. I want to apologize to the NBA the Grizzlies, my teammates, and the city of Memphis to Adam Sivler, Adam Silver, Adam Silver, Zach Kleiman, and Robert Para, who gave me the opportunity to be a professional athlete and have supported me. I'm sorry for the harm I've done to the kids who look up to me. I'm sorry for failing you as a role model. I promise I'm going to be better to all my sponsors. I'm going to be a better representation of our brands and to all my fans. I'm going to make it up to you. I promise. Spending didn't he just off- say that a few months ago <laughs> i know right it's, it, it's getting echoes it's, it's echoing in here um i'm spending the off season and my suspension continuing to work on my own mental health and decision making i'm also going to be training so that i'm ready to go when i can be back on the court i know my teammates are going to hold it down and i'm so sorry I, I won't be out there with you at the beginning of the season i hope you'll give me the chance to prove to you over time i'm a better man than what i've been showing you so, so this I is mean,
0: why Deer Fox is the face of the NBA. There you go. <laughs> it I'm clicked so in there halfway through. I'm so proud um, of you. Yeah. Uh, actions mean mean more than words. That's that's what I got out of this. So yeah.
2: you've already I mean, apologized. This Prove is it. a
1: yeah. This is a boilerplate apology. Um, I, I got a sneeze coming, so sorry. Uh, somebody drafted by the
2: lawyer. <laughs> Here. Copy and paste this on your Twitter or Instagram or whatever the hell you posted it on. Yeah. Well don't yeah. don't do an Instagram live video.
0: Yeah, no. That no, hasn't worked that. out too well for you.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, you I, know, I hate to I hate to take this stance, but I'll believe it when you know, when we see it. When we see, you yeah. know
1: Or when like, we don't see it. At exactly. This
2: point. <laughs> you know, but it, it's just it's just absolutely stupid to me that, you know, you you have an ability That puts you in a career that pays this much money and you have these gifts, you have the look, you have everything working in your favor to just do it, do whatever it is you want to do in life. You have this one skill that people will pay millions and millions and millions of dollars for and you spend your free time acting like a a millionaire gangster. You know, a millionaire gangster when you grew up in the suburbs, right? It's just, it's fucking stupid. You know, it's, it's fucking stupid and it should be called out and it should be stupid. You know what you're doing? People who actually are born and growing up in that life and who are trying to get out, you know, the glorification of the, of this lifestyle, no matter race, no matter, you know, what gang or how you're you're trying to, you know, who affiliate with, you know, it's it's stupid. You know, we need to be better humans to one another. And yeah. I get the whole, you know, being being a role model. Um that's a lot of pressure. You know, and you could definitely be a person who supports guns and want wants to have your guns and not drive around like a dipshit. Yeah. You know, waving it around in a car. <laughs> uh, edward said aaron hernandez and while i agree with that but
0: but edward also too aaron hernandez was actually in a gang and yeah. never really left the
2: gang
1: he 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 led that life for real thanks dad
2: yeah <laughs> but that, that's a but good point did you, you guys did you see that documentary on him oh yeah, yeah. oh my god what a fucked up um yeah. life, man Th- there was a lot going on with aaron hernandez and mm-hmm. That's just a sad, so we can
0: fully thing. believe that like he didn't commit suicide in jail, like that was gang affiliated, right we can all agree with I that.
1: Know, I think I think I think I think he yeah. did it himself, yeah,
2: did you see the film? I did, yeah, yeah, I just think there was a lot of sexual stuff and identity, um, oh yeah, and with... not a and then yeah. brain trauma just from football, so that that was just a a very that was a mess there was, yeah, was a, a, whole, mess. a whole was a whole house of lot, cards
1: on yeah. that one and it just yeah. it just collapsed the father the, like the relationship a, with his horribly, dad oh my god horrible spectacular yeah, yeah just cool oh, yeah. yeah anywho uh oh uh, yeah so i just I, as far as this whole situation goes with jaw i just i don't uh like, like you said i'll believe it when i don't when i don't see it and at this point um i, I think his window for being the face of the NBA, like it, it's closed for now. It may open to him again in three or in three years or so, depending on how he plays and how he behaves. I mean, uh, like on Instagram lives, you know, so we'll, we'll, we'll see where it goes from here. He might get another chance in a couple of years, but as for now, um, he's just going to have to just uh, take this L <laughs> and um enjoy this 25 game of suspension. Cause yeah, that's it.
0: Yeah. We, we agree, Alex. It was definitely perfectly written by his, PR yeah, absolutely or agent, 100%. That, that, that
1: is a spectacular uh like you know apology that they have stuffed in a drawer ready to pull out and it, enter <laughs> name here you know? it literally
0: yeah in parentheses enter name <laughs> yeah yeah uh, jaw's lucky by the way too he, he gets to keep his nike deal too so mm-hmm. um man but if he and lost you know why it they all... keep
2: him you know why they you know why nike's keeping him is because the moment you cut him, Reebok or some other freaking team is going to – like, he he's going to get suspended, what, 30 games or something? 25. 25. Like, another – you know, if they would have suspended him a season, that would have been like – then I think everybody would have walked away from him, and I think that's the thing is, like, he's lost a few deals, but the major ones have stuck with him because the moment – you you let him out of that contract, he's going to sign another one because Mm -hmm. he's coming back into the league in, in 30 games. Um, And also he's new to this contract too. It's a pretty new contract. I was going to say like a year
1: ish. in. he
0: literally like just dropped a shoe. So, yes. the timing could not have been worse like, if they were to yeah. r- remove him from the contract deal and be like, mm-hmm. we literally just invested in he makes probably well more... not just one shoe, but probably like five or six different shoes down the road too. Yeah.
2: They, pro- you know, John Morant probably makes more money off the court than his actual basketball yeah. contract. A lot, so a, a lot of the lot of players. End
1: players yeah, absolutely. Like. Yeah, they 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 get supplemental income through Absolutely. all these uh, endorsement deals. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look
0: at Tiger Woods. It's the first billion-dollar athlete. He didn't win all that from playing golf, you know? Won that from all his endorsement deals with Nike.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> See a trend <laughs> there?
1: <laughs> Speaking um, of Nike. Yeah. Go ahead. Michael Jordan is finalizing the sale of the Char- Charlotte Hornets. He was the majority owner for 13 years. He bought in for I, – well, I don't have the numbers here. I think it was like $200 million. And yeah, then he's gonna range. sell for like two, two bill, <laughs> like I mean two bill, three bill, however much he sells it for, um, he made well, his he's, money on that.
0: He's not selling it to um to an outsider. He's basically selling it to the uh, uh the, minority, the minority owners, owners so they yeah, can become the majority all, owners. Yeah, exactly. So great. Sorry, Potter who
2: was a terrible executive?
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, that's. I, I, <laughs> I've definitely yeah, seen it not
1: worked out as an executive for Mike. Um, no, yeah, that baseball Daniel, career was a little more we got impressive. Daniel
2: back in the chat, he was at uh MIA for a couple of weeks, but he's back. So, uh, What's no, I'm thing? not getting the bang bang once. Sorry, I'm gonna avoid <laughs> ah,
1: getting those. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: second I'll, worst owner business wise in the NBA. Daniel says,
0: um,
2: Tyler wears uh Under Armour Steph Curry's. <laughs>
0: Which, by the way, we've said this before. How terrible, man! You got one of the best brand, uh, brand ambassadors, and you can't even walk into an Under Armour store and buy his damn shoes. They are literally never at an Under Armour store. Tell me you've seen Curry shoes at an Under Armour. I've never seen one. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong in the chat. Well, I never, I never went to buy them. <laughs> I wanted to see if they were there. They didn't. They didn't even have his dad's shoes or his golf shoes. Remember those his when those came out? Shoes. Those you ugly golf Dale shoes. You got Joe
2: Curry's? Yeah, you remember those?
0: <laughs> oh man, yeah. I can
2: I I digress. Anyways, <sighs> uh, what's crazy? You know, I'm. I don't mean to talk shit about our boy uh, Steph Curry, but I don't think I've ever really seen anybody like on the street wearing Steph Curry's.
0: I do. They're little kids who got the whole fit. You know, the ones that have like the the uh like the Under Armour pants. With the basketball shorts and they got the little yeah it's always the little kids you know. Yeah, number one is
1: Dolan from the Knicks. Uh, uh, that's what Daniel says, and uh, yeah, I agree. Footlocker, Footlocker, Footlocker.
2: You got to go, go where the refs go. That's right. <laughs> oh man, second works. You think
0: that's a second? I mean, I know well, he, he's a bad. He calls Do- Dolan ca- pretty bad.
1: Dolan is real bad. Um. Uh, but, yeah, I, I just, like, for whatever reason, he Mike can't get it going as an executive. And you know what? But he still gets to walk away uh, f- it, for you his failing. We gotta do? He still, you know like, we gotta makes uh, $5,000, 5,000% pro-
2: 5,
1: profit. Yeah, whatever.
2: Next week, we got to do who are the worst owners in sports. Like, just who's the worst? Yeah. Well, whoa, whoa,
0: hold on. We got to have a stipulation here. I mean, obviously, John Fisher is going to top all of our lists because we're biased. Right. Let's do, a, let's do a 1A and 1B. So, obviously, John Fisher and then a 1B.
1: Who's the best? Like, like, well, we just don't say John Fisher. Excluding John Fisher, who's the worst. Because owner. he's That's,
0: the
1: worst. Yeah. <laughs> because he, he's the actual worst.
0: And um, Daniel's the only person I know uh, as a grown adult who has a pair of curries. So... Damn! <laughs> How'd you find him, Daniel? Did you walk into an Under He Horror said Story? he got him
1: at Foot Locker. Um, oh. He used to play high-top Curry Ones. Are they hella comfortable?
0: He I've says, never "Not mine." Will you playing in somebody else's shoes, Dana? We have we have other questions to ask you, but we have to move on.
1: <laughs> yeah, we do. Got to move on. We're getting pressed for time here, but yeah,
0: uh, they were the okay. kids once.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, <laughs> big record is up there. I will, I will, I will agree with that.
2: Anyways, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah do I, we
1: have? Do we count active owners only? I mean, because if we, yeah, no, yeah, all, yeah, active, active, yeah, it only active. has to be all active. of them, active. all of them. No,
2: active. If
1: if we do all of them, then we got to look at like fucking uh, Daniel Snyder and like all of that mess too. All right, all right. right. We'll do uh, active. I I think we only want active owners.
0: Because Sterling
2: Sterling would be like top three, top, you know, Mm -hmm. he'd be up there. Yeah. What was the audio clip? uh, (laughs) What was the Phillies? The racist lady, Marge, Marge shot. Oh, yeah. She sucked too. I think she was the Phillies. Yeah. um, she was nuts. Okay. Oh. Rip right. this band aid off. Let's Biz move this to the sucks. ice. <laughs> the Vegas <laughs> Let's move to the Knights.
1: ice. They win the Stanley Cup after only six years in existence. They win four games to one over Florida, who's been around for a long, long time and hasn't won Jack Squat. Um, neither has the Sharks, but that's another story.
0: Um Sucks to be a Miami fan right now, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah, no kidding. You uh, they, had they, two they chances in, and went over two. <laughs> they 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 uh the Florida Panthers actually play in Sunrise, which is uh just outside of Miami by about I don't know 30 minutes or so. But that's a basically that's a Miami, Miami team. That's Miami, you know.
0: That's like that's like playing in Santa Clara and being called the 49ers of San
1: yeah, Francisco. It's yeah, yeah, it's close <laughs> enough. Close enough. It's the same media market, it counts.
2: Serious um, question but, though, guys. Uh, yeah. since you're talking about all this uh what rhymes with my tummy
0: <laughs> my <Miami>. yummy <laughs> uh Pedro right. martinez the greatest okay. the greatest family feud ever
1: <laughs> oh man uh so uh, uh one thing that broke uh over this weekend uh The A's actually put a billboard at the Raiders stadium congratulating the golden Knights on their Stanley cup victory. It says congrats, you know, and then it has the A's in the, uh, emblem in the corner. So just, uh, you know, pour salt into our giant, massive
2: gaping wound, you know, and then little lemon juice in there too, just for good. I mean, just the, the fuck man, just, just when we close the bit, this is what pisses me off so bad about the A's. They, they fucking squatted on the current site. It's why the Raiders left to Vegas. It's why the fucking Warriors left. It's why nothing could get done was because the A's insisted that they had to have that 10-year lease. And then they had to buy half to guarantee that they would stay in Oakland if Howard Terminal doesn't, doesn't work out. And nobody's talking about that backstop. No, it's, the backstop is now Las Vegas. It's all just bullshit. It's yeah. just if you're if you're a Raider fan that's upset and, and you weren't even an A's fan, the, the reason why the Raiders went there was because of Fisher, because of the A's. They gridlocked everything. Like nobody could make a move. Yeah, and of course. No so fucking infuriating. And then you you the team that left because of your sorry ass. You rent their billboard to congratulate a homegrown team, and then you're gonna move in there. It, like, it's just mind fucking boggling that the shit that John Fisher does.
0: Well, I, I know that Davis doesn't own that billboard outside. You know, it's just anybody could publicly domain put whatever they want out right. there. But, but man, if he owned that, you know he would've been like, "Oh hell no, you can go kick rocks. Ain't putting shit on my sign." <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: that's ridiculous. Real. So anyways, um, uh, we
1: do have one other NHL note just to just to mention uh, the Ottawa Senators have accepted a near one billion dollar bid from Toronto billionaire Michael and Um, We don't really know much about him publicly. Uh, he made his fortune developing metal equipment and through a trucking company. So he's pretty diversified, as most billionaires are. Um, he's is worth that, a, about
0: is, that a, is that a rich joke diversified like his portfolio? Is that a yeah. rich yeah. joke? Yeah. Right. yeah, I get that. I get that. Yeah. Uh, he's eyebrow. worth
1: about one point one billion. Uh he currently owns ten percent of the Canadians, so he's gonna have to sell that portion of the team to become the uh, the the majority owner of the Ottawa Senators. So um good luck to them with a new owner. Um what's it well, like? I, I hope Ottawa,
0: <laughs> I hope that your owner that not much is publicly known about him and he's pretty quiet. I hope he doesn't try to sell your fucking team and
2: move it. <laughs> Tell me if that's, I uh, if that's I what scored. I was gonna ask is you know, he's not going to try to move the team, right? Like, no, no,
1: no, no. I don't think so. Um, is
2: there any update on the, on the desert coyotes, the desert dogs
1: as of right now? No, they're just going to, they're going to play out this next season at the, uh, the college arena at Mullet arena. Um, and then they'll go from there. I imagine more news will break as the season goes on. Uh, it doesn't look good. Um, as bad as it looks for the A's, it looks almost as bad, if not just as bad, for um for the Coyotes going to maybe Houston or somewhere else. Um, who, nobody knows for sure at this point. They're they're working out every contingency. Uh, Gary Bettman has really tried to keep the Desert Dogs in Phoenix or in the Phoenix metro area for l- a lot longer than a lot of other commissioners would have um allowed to go uh, allowed to happen. Uh, I am just I'm just
0: going to throw this out there. NHL get rid of the Arizona Coyotes and move them to Sacramento. So Sacramento can get a hockey team. Let's do it. Go on uh, right now.
1: I don't I I don't, I don't know I I don't know if I like that that much. Um I th- there's other bigger markets that are you know Worthy of uh, uh, like uh, of a team as well. I mean, Houston is probably the. Uh,
2: but why uh, the top why one. can't they get a stadium done in in Arizona? Like, what's the well because I, I don't incompetence. Know the... It's mostly it's mostly ownership
0: incompetence. Ownership
1: incompetence.
0: What's that the, like? They they had a team that was on that the was, Coyote
2: side. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They had a team that was much like the Vegas. Like there was a lot of excitement from fanfare, and they were pretty decent in the beginning. And then well, they ownership... moved there. They were
1: in expansion. They weren't in expansion. They moved there right. from Winnipeg.
0: Well, but what I'm saying is that like they had fanfare. People were coming to these games. They were pretty decent of a team. And then ownership decided to meddle too much and pissed off all the people around there, you know, as far as landowners and, and politicians and you know, all of that stuff. So it's yeah, it's definitely their so fault as to why the
2: They're looking for a government handout too.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure they they had a uh they had a plan that got voted down a few weeks ago, and uh the Tempe residents uh were not having it and if it was close, they might still try to work something out, but it was a resounding uh kick rocks to the to that plan so so they're 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 re- kinda regrouping right now and seeing if there's anything else they can do uh for the phoenix metro area um, yeah, so we'll see what happens
0: tragic tale. Um, I think there was a lot of promise. It just, you know, went into the wrong hands of ownership and they just literally drove it to the fucking ground. It's basically what happened. Absolutely. Um, also a tragic story. If you are a team Mexico fan for soccer or football, you are probably looking for your next head coach because Diego just got fired after seven games and a three Oh thrashing from the U S men's national team on Friday night so that's fun that game i know Vinji didn't get a chance to watch it if you could Mm -hmm. watch a youtube highlight of it was exciting it had everything i mean you want to talk about a packed allegiant stadium in vegas where the raiders play it was packed and it was for for mexico Mexico, very highly mexico it was weird being on u.s soil and being booed as a u.s men's national team um I'll, I'll be at that was game. Was ex- I thought it was empty. No, the Canadian saw, one was empty. Yeah, oh. the
1: the USA Canada final. That one was empty. They announced thirty five thousand on the dot, which I think is bullshit. Oh, there's, there's no, no way. There was, way. There, there's no, no way. There was way. There. There's no, no way. There. There's no, no way. way. There. There's
0: no no way. way. Which that leads you no. to another rabbit hole with the whole A's thing. Are they going to lie about their stuff? But but before I get to that, um, that Mexico game was great. Later, uh, Mike. See Mike, uh, Polisic uh, Pulis- <laughs> had two goals, right? Um, then it got chippy, like very, very, very chippy, to the point where, uh, Adams jersey got ripped, in. Oh yeah. Literally ripped. Um, fights broke out left and right, and then the game got suspended because the Mexico fans could not stop saying a uh, homophobic word every time. T- uh, oh
2: shit. Yeah, our goalie yep. went to go kick it. Um, yeah. Um,
0: So they suspended the game, ended the Mm -hmm. game, which it was over anyways. There was only like, I think like four or five minutes left anyways, but you know, it was fun. It ended pretty poorly in my opinion. Um, If you are a Mexico fan, um, I hate to say it, but I'm I'm a little disappointed. Uh, Mexico is going, they're always known as being the tough team that earns their fouls. Uh, This was just kind of a disgraceful uh, game in my opinion, but I'll take the win. And we moved on to play against Canada uh in the finals uh of the nations cup which is a newer cup um yeah i think they go to the gold cup in like two weeks i think or next yeah, week. Or exact. like that, yeah exactly right?
1: yeah it's a couple of weeks yeah
0: so uh u.s men's national team win that one 2-0 both goals scored by no. international players oh signed ahead. with team u.s okay i see what you're saying yeah yeah so um i forget who, who the first one was but the second one was by our boy over there Balogun, uh Balogun. Yeah. so excited to see him get a goal um man that kid is fast like it was a
1: fucking rocket that goal man like like, like it, it was it was a well-developed play too um
0: yeah he's I mean, a fast kid man i mean i'm talking mm-hmm. like he almost got one from the goalie when when they when uh canada kicked it back to the goalie to reset mm-hmm. i mean he almost stole it from the goalie like that kid's sneaky fast so i'm happy to have him on our oh. team um, daniel
1: says gold cup has already started too yeah i mean yes
0: it's yes. just right into it yeah but i think usa plays uh the end of this week here so I, I think it's it's fairly soon so um i'm excited this u.s men's national team look great what i'm not excited about is greg berhalter coming back to coach this team so uh, <laughs>
1: yeah after all the drama we're right back where we were six months ago i mean what what the hell what's the point i don't
0: know i don't know uh, i don't know i mean I, I, there's talks that maybe he was going to be picked up by the cuban national team or, or something cuban related uh so they basically panicked and signed Greg Berhalter as fast as they could. Um, I hope that they keep the coach we have now because he was already on his staff previously. So I hope he stays on board. I'm sure he will. So I mean, that's the best case scenario in my opinion. So, Uh, but yeah, this team looks great. You know, I can't wait to see what happens in the next three years. So yeah, Uh, exactly. Go ahead and uh, hit me with the rest of the oh, soccer. Okay,
1: here. so uh, U.S. Women's National Team Captain Becky Sauerbrunn injured her foot. She's going to miss the World Cup. Um, this was probably her last chance at a World Cup. She's um, a little bit of she's one of the veteran players. She's a little bit older than uh, than the rest of them. So uh, this is probably her last chance and it's not going to happen for her. And that's it's it's heartbreaking, you know, because she'll be like 42 the next time the World Cup comes around for her. So uh, it's, it's kind of a not too many players get to play in a world cup at 42, especially for the U S women's national team, which actually is a really good team. Shocker. Oh. I know. Um, So uh, that's unfortunate. Um, Hope she gets better. Um, and I look forward to seeing the rest of the team go out and dominate though. So, so there's that. And then the earthquakes, they get a nil nil draw against Portland Timbers on Saturday. Uh, so they're currently six, seven wins, six, lo- six draws and five losses. That's good enough for 27 points, fourth in the Western Conference. So they're they, like they, they own fourth place all on their own now. So that's good. They've separated just a little bit from uh, all playoffs that draw. And I mean, the other thing is they've uh I actually read this stat. They've given up six goals in the 90th or later minute, and it's made them drop eight points because of it in the standings. They could be at 35 points right now which is a, a, a lot better. Second. I mean, uh, it's tied for a second. Um, that would put them right up near the top. Let me uh, yeah. just d- I, dig this up real quick. That sounds I, very
0: uh, Reximus or Rexham gave yeah, up a lot so, of points in like the 90th no, plus. If, I'll tell
1: you what, if they, if they get those eight points, they're clear, like they're six points in the lead of the entire Western conference.
0: Um, a John Fisher owned team is, is this good?
2: Yeah, they they Stop are the like presses. if if they could have. Well, they're the can... number one paid team, so. You know, they went and signed a bunch of people and spent a lot of money on the team, so it's not surprising they're making this comeback. <laughs> right, team? Right? right team? Yeah. That's,
1: yeah, that's exactly what happened, and not in, at all the exact opposite, and they just kind of lucked into um, oh. getting a little bit of cohesion.
2: You know? <laughs> oh, never mind. Some good players. Don't worry.
0: Don't worry. They'll, they'll trade the best player at the deadline. But, line. yeah,
1: those – I mean, the, the, and, and when it goes into the stoppage time at the end of the game, uh, I, I always hold my breath, and seven minutes is a long time, man. Not a lot of people, like – like that's a long time to wait for a nil-nil draw uh it's they it like it it makes me nervous they like it's all of a sudden they just kind of like mentally break down a little bit at the end of the game when they basically have it wrapped up or if they're holding on to a draw they you know drop points so they need to figure that part of it out and i hope they kind of have they haven't really it's been a few weeks it's been a couple weeks since they've allowed a goal they they got two games coming up this week wednesday at houston and then saturday at home against st louis st louis is actually at the top of the western conference table right now uh with 29 points oh that's game the st hand,
0: louis so. team that sam was trying to pick i get it now i get it now yeah, that's <laughs> it that's the one yeah yeah sam wrong
1: sport but you, you got oh it, you got there oh and uh <laughs> that does it for uh your soccer update so yeah. there we are just one oh. last thing that we didn't get to talk about on uh, sort of a point after the PGA Tour, Live Golf, and DP World Tour announced a merger, um, they found a price to sell out, and now guys like Rory McIlroy, who didn't take the Saudi money, is kind of left holding like you know like holding an empty box while all, the, all these other guys. The um, winner they, of all
0: of this is is Phil Mickelson. Yeah, He's the exactly. Winner of all of this.
1: That's and that's disgusting. Fuck him.
0: Um, <laughs> Um, so just to touch base on that real quick and I I know we got to sign off here Um, they basically went to uh, uh, our government was trying to crack down to see if this was an illegal uh, merger and it turns out it's not Um, so there's no more court hearings no more sessions it is a done deal so um, yay Saudis win again all right boys um, anything else for the night
1: I think that's it. I think we've, uh, we, we've been on for 80 minutes now at this point. Uh, thank you all for hanging out with us. I just want to say long. real
2: quick, uh, just, you know, A's fans, it 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 just kind of the show has become about this uh, topic, uh, but just, uh, you know, where you can keep, keep following those uh, hashtags, keep the pressure on John Fisher. Uh, let's get this guy out of baseball, but also let's get, let's stop having cities fight one another or, or, uh, you know, smear one another to steal each other's, uh, resources. Uh, it's not good things to do as a neighbor. I don't think it's what baseball fans really wanted. Um, I think Las Vegas wanted an expansion team and to keep Oakland, uh, keep the Oakland A's here. Um, but just at least the citizens, you keep, uh, yeah, you know, and keep, keep the dollars out of a stadium deal, you know, cause this is going to, be coming up again and i would hate to see another community go through what we're going through because it's draining you know we talked a lot about this off air vince and i um before you got on the call you were still working tyler but we talked a lot about this and how mentally and emotionally exhausting it is to be an ace fan where we are on twitter we're reading the articles we're reading the bills we're reading all the legality stuff we're watching other youtubers we're like we are heavily invested in this, and um, it's it takes a toll on on you mentally. So, uh, if you're somehow sticking with us all the way to the end, you know. Thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you for supporting us. Thank you for watching the show and and interacting with us. I we all really appreciate it.
0: Well, since you're here, no way to uh, end that segment without you giving us the proper send off. So go ahead and send us off today, Sam.
2: I don't have it in front of me, so I'm just going to make it. Wow. So uh, you're
0: listening to the SVT podcast, subscribe on YouTube and hit the bell to get alerts. When we go live, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at SVT sports pod slide into our DMS. Also slide into the chat live chat. We love all the live chat here. So we would love to interact with all of you guys.
1: Yeah. Shout out Daniel, Alex, Edward, Mike, and anybody else that was in the chat that I might've missed. Uh, uh, thanks for interacting and uh, we look forward to doing it next week guys
0: yeah i'll see you guys next week
2: Later. Later.